Time for seafood news. You're listening to the Seafood News Weekly Podcast brought to you by Ernaberry's Data on Demand. Transform your data challenges into valuable business opportunities with real-time commodity market information seamlessly integrated directly into your company's systems. Ernaberry's data licensing solutions, including our API and Excel add-in, will save you time and effort, allowing you to focus on what's important, growing your business. Say goodbye to manual data collection and hello to automation. To learn more about Ernaberry's data on demand solutions, reach out to sales at Ernaberry.com. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernaberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. First up, Canada's got a new fisheries minister. Joyce Murray announced last week that she would not be a candidate in the next federal election. And shortly after, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau appointed a new fisheries minister. And Amanda sent me I set, I set, a, a I video set. all in French. <laughs> I set Lauren up for this one. Lauren hates when I give her name she can't pronounce. <laughs> Diane Leboutier. That sounded beautiful. Thank you. I hope it was correct. (laughs) (laughs) So Leboutier has served as Minister of National Revenue. Now she'll be heading up Canada's Department of Fisheries and Oceans and the Canadian Coast Guard, replacing Minister Joyce Murray, who took on the position in 2021. So fisheries groups throughout Canada were quick to comment on Murray's departure and Leboutier's appointment. FFAW Unifor President Greg Preddy introduced a statement thanking Minister Joyce Murray for the time spent in the portfolio and her directness while they work together. Preddy stated that he's also very much looking forward to meeting with Le Boutier and is hopeful for an open for business approach to allow for better collaboration with fish harvesters. I want all our listeners to know that it took more than like four or five days <laughs> just for that, that one, that one uh, sentence. All right. So BC Salmon Farmers Association Executive Director Brian Kigzet uh, also commented saying that he's appreciative that a minister from a fishing community was appointed as they will understand the opportunities and challenges of resource-based communities, especially in relation to the federal salmon farming transition plan. Timothy Kennedy, the president and CEO of the Canadian Aquaculture Industry Alliance, congratulated Liberté uh, on her new position and commented, with evidence-based science and innovation policy, there is much potential for sustainable aquaculture production in Canada. Kennedy continued that a robust, innovative aquaculture sector in Canada can produce more homegrown, affordable, healthy, low-carbon, and sustainable food while contributing to conservation and growing thousands of jobs to support healthy and dynamic rural, coastal, and indigenous communities that need and want to continue to participate and partner in this growing food sector. And you think I do a lot of run on <laughs> Kennedy concluded that under the new Minister and Canadian Aquaculture Industry Alliance is optimistic for a fresh, innovative, and pragmatic approach to growing and leveraging the competitive advantage that Canada's oceans resources offer. Those are all quotes, Lauren. <laughs> so take it, up, take it up with Mr. Kennedy. Uh, obviously, anyone who's met Lauren, I know that we have a really great time together. But, <laughs> but this isn't one of them. But, but, and, and we greatly appreciate our new editor, Ryan Doyle, who's taken Ooh. over. So uh, thanks, Ryan, for editing that hot mess right there. <laughs> Moving along. Oh, before we move along, you know what? I'm just going to give you a round of applause because that was a lot. That was a lot for you. There's some technical issues going on. I'm sweating. It's really hard. We almost called the podcast right then and there. We almost (laughs) said, let's just not do it this week. But Lauren's a trooper. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 
Moving along. We can't have an episode this time of year without talking about snow crab. So new snow crab season extensions for Newfoundland and Labrador were announced by Canada's Department of Fisheries and Oceans on July 26th. Harvesters are still out on the water with 81% of the 54,305 metric ton quota landed as of uh, July 25th. So according to the preliminary data, 10,422 metric tons still remains in the water. So uh, Divisions 3K, exclusively Areas 3A, 3BC, and Area 4, um, those will all now close July 31st at 2,000 hours. Um, all crab fishing areas in subdivision 3Ps, 10A, 10B, 11S, 11W, and 11E, those will all now close on July 31st at 2,000 hours as well. Um, 3LNO, with uh, one exception, will now close August 14th. All right. And the reason for the extensions this year is because there is more quota to catch due to the holdout by FFAW over those prices. So FFAW and the Association of Seafood Producers went head-to-head after the Standing Fish Price Setting Panel sided with ASP in early April and chose their price offer of $2.20. FFAW had submitted a final price of $3.10, and it took until mid-May for FFAW and ASP to reluctantly come to an agreement and finally sign off to start the crab fishery for the year. FFAW ultimately did okay the $2.20 minimum that had been previously set by the Standing Fish Price Setting Panel, but the agreement between the two parties included incremental increases as the Ernaberry price increased. The agreement also ensured that the price for the season would not drop lower than $2.20, regardless of potential market drops. So prices hit a high of $2.30 since this season when Arnaberry's 5 to 8 ounce index reached $4.95. However, for the week of July 23rd, the price is $2.23 per pound following a drop in currency earlier this month. Um, on the market side, Arnaberry Seafood Market reporter Jenna Schreiber has commented this week that 8 and 10 up crab continue to see upward pricing pressure and both sizes saw quotations move higher earlier this week. Overall, these larger size, sizes are seeing barely adequate supplies. Five to eights are now holding full steady with some higher offers noted. Moving along, South Bend Products, a part of the Washington-based Northern Fish Companies, received a $33,000 fine from the Washington Department of Ecology in July for multiple water quality violations. Ecology inspectors reviewed reports that monitor the environmental health of the company's wastewater discharge for 2022 and found four major violations and dozens of small violations. In the four major instances, inspectors discovered inaccurate wastewater reporting numbers that ranged from misplaced decimal points to numeric values that were never reported by the lab responsible for issuing test results. South Bend Products Facility discharges wastewater into the Wapa River in Pacific County, and under its permit, the company is allowed to discharge wastewater within certain limits, but must follow monitoring and reporting requirements according to the department. The Wapa River contains wetlands and is close to open marine water. The area is popular for recreation and is home to numerous species of fish and shorebirds. So excess effluent from seafood processing can harm aquatic life and reduce water quality. And maintaining water quality standards and eliminating pollution is critical to protecting the health of the Lapa Bay ecosystem. Water quality penalty payments to ecology are placed into the state's Coastal Protection Fund, which provides grants to public agencies and tribes for quality for water quality restoration projects. South Bend Products has 30 days to appeal the penalty to the Pollution Control Hearings Board. Finally, I want to highlight the latest retail rundown column from Ernerberry's Courtney Shum. She posts this column every week, and seafood is the star of the show in our latest column. 
So Courtney reports that closing out the last full week of July, which is mind-blowing that we're in the last Mind. full week of July. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Uh, seafood features make up 32.7% of total protein ad volume, marking the fourth consecutive week that they have claimed that top spot. So finger Ooh. snaps for seafood. In your face, beef and pork. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, you cow. <laughs> So beef comes in second with 25.4% of retail buying opportunities. Um, pork takes third with 21%, followed by chicken at 16.6%. Uh, eggs claim 2.6% of total ad space, down from 3.2% last week. So fresh and frozen fillets account for the bulk of the seafood feature volume, with swai fillets making up 24.6%. According to the latest IRI data, fresh swai averaged about $4.82. Discounted last week, while its frozen counterpart was featured at $5.43 discounted. Raw shrimp and Atlantic salmon are the next highest categories in terms of seafood feature volume, both with about 14%. Fresh shrimp averaged $8.04 discounted, down from $8.84 during the same week in 2022. Fresh salmon was priced at $11.83 discounted or $11.76 not discounted and earned 18.9 million in total sales, compared to $97,266 for fresh swag. Wild. Um, elsewhere, just to give you a, an idea of what's going on across the protein sector, um, in retail steaks make up nearly half of beef's feature volume, followed by ground beef with 27.3%. Uh, fresh beef loin averaged $13.05 discounted last week, up 7.7% from last year. Meanwhile, fresh ribeye averaged $13.43 discounted or $14.87 non-discounted, both above their average respective year-ago figures. The ground beef complex averaged $5.63 discounted compared to $5.40 discounted in 2022. So looking at pork, retailers are promoting bacon features at prices lower than a year ago. Uh, fresh bacon averaged $5.81 discounted, a 4.3% year-over-year decrease. Um, ribs make up 26.1% of pork ads this week and average $3.45 discounted during the week ending July 16th. Um, that's down 25 cents from last year. Uh, pork roast feature volume totals 11.5% and prices in the category average higher than last year. Uh, shoulder roast ran at $2.18 discounted, up 10 cents from last year. And turning to chicken, prices for fresh parts last week ranged $1.59 to $3.28 discounted. Fresh chicken breasts were featured at $3.34 discounted, beating out the average price of ground beef last week. As a whole, the chicken category gained $120.3 million in total sales, below beef's $169.4 million, but above both seafoods and pork's total sale volumes. Absolutely love Courtney's pieces. So you can subscribe and access the complete breakdown for the various seafood, meat, and poultry cuts by clicking on the retail dashboard on the Comtel homepage. Now, obviously, I'm biased in that I'm only eating seafood or when I'm not, I'm eating tofu. But um, I feel like this time of the year, though, even like even my husband, like we're, we're eating more seafood just because it's yeah. like it's lighter. It's been so hot. So hot. That I'm not even eating meals. <laughs> I mean, I eat like two lunches yesterday, but lunch is different. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it just it's been boiling in New Jersey. Yeah. And the last, I mean, the last thing you want to eat is like a cheeseburger. But I, I think a cheeseburger. But yes. We are definitely eating more seafood yeah. at home. Um, I mean, I just I'm, I'm I'm here for it. I'm going for like I we've been probably doing like a seafood boil. Like we put 
uh, clams, shrimp, we did a lobster mussels. Boil this past week. Ooh, we got fancy. That's yeah. Wow, mm -hmm. paying you too much here. I know, right? <laughs> I <cannot contribute> to, <laughs> which reminds me, I owe my sister. <laughs> That's the way to go. <laughs> I know we were so um, we live by Long Beach Island, so we were onto the island uh, last weekend. We almost stopped for lobster, but the line was like around the block. They opened up like a new lobster roll joint uh, on cool. LBI, so I was like so excited to see that. And then I saw the line. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I, I love lobster roll, but not enough to wait with two children that want to get on rides yeah. at an amusement park. No thanks. Well, that does it for us. A little tangent there. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week.